Welcome to my mom's podcast. You're listening to the Early Childhood Journeys podcast, where we chat with educators, community members, and advocates of early childhood alike through candid and real conversations, focusing on the person behind the practice, along with some tips and strategies as well. I'm your host, Marisa. So I wanted to give you guys some context to this conversation you're going to listen to. It's with my daughter. So please know that my daughter is very well aware of what I do, that the podcast is going to go out and it's going to be shared you know, to the world essentially about her life or this part of her life. We both had a really good conversation about what would be helpful to parents and to young adults like her who struggled with traditional school. So I thought it would be insightful to do a little mini podcast just about her experience, her reflections. You'll also notice that my mom hat jumps in since I'm in the passenger seat. You'll know more once you listen. The other piece I think is also important to mention was the connection to early childhood. I think as an educated parent like myself that has some severe difficult times in school, um, providing my own team with foundational skills and just an overall positive environment still does not guarantee that she's going to excel in school, right? As you'll, you'll learn. However, I'd, I'd hope it means that she will have some better coping skills. And as you can see, I think, I think that's evident that when she is feeling frustrated, that she is more resilient to take on some challenges when she can't change the circumstances. I did not want to pull her out of school um, because she found joy in the ROTC courses that her peers were also in. And she felt that she could overcome the challenging side from that. So without giving out too much, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Reflections of a high school teenager. So for this podcast, I wanted to do um, some insights about my own teenager's journey in the high school education system. So I have a very special guest for this episode, my daughter. Welcome, Salma. Hello. So we are currently on our way to school, and um, as every parent probably goes through, um, we're going through the earning of the license phase. So Salma is practicing her driving this morning, much to my um, reluctance, but it's that whole, you know, how do you want them to understand how to make adult decisions and experience unless you give them those opportunities to practice um, on those experiences. So we're, it's pretty early in the morning um, when we go to school, and so it's hardly any any traffic. So Salma, you are a high school senior at Tempe Unified School District, High School Unified School District. What are you looking for um, forward to? This is the last semester. Graduating. Why do you? Why are you looking forward to graduating? I'm so done with school. Why are you? Why are you so done with school? It's just, I, I don't like it. It's too much. 
Well, can you give me some more specifics about, without calling out your teachers too much, but seriously, um, I'm going to need you to go into a little more detail or just a little more feedback about what is it about school that you don't like? Well, I just prefer not to have so many teachers give me so much work to do when there's so there's like there's so many teachers that like to give you packets or worksheets every day and uh, slow down. It, it piles on every day because each teacher gives you a packets like worksheet packets yes <laughs> and we all know if you guys have been listening to my podcast how much i loathe worksheets for children even even um for high school students how is that meaningful so when you're doing these worksheets why is it that you don't slow down that you don't um like them like is it just that they're harder or is it that it's repetitive it's just repetitive same thing every day hmm. there's just a lot of it so what are your plans uh once you get done with with school working for the rest of the year and then i plan to enlist next year in the army now talk to me about that decision. What's what's led to that? Because well, just for full disclosure, you have the opportunity to go to any Arizona State college that you want. You can go to ASU, NAU, or U of A. For anybody that's listening at zero to like no cost, because we have a, a hookup there with with your dad working for the university. It's just something that I've always looked at. And me being in the JROTC program for my entire high school life just kind of influenced it and helped me make my decision in joining. Now, you have some classmates, some past peers that have attended, right? That have enlisted from last year and are going to be enlisting? Yes, I have a friend currently who's still in boot camp. And I actually I don't know when she returns. And I also have my one of my best friends that's going to leave in a couple of days for boot camp for the Navy. Have you gotten some inside scoop or some perspective from her? Not yet, because my friend that's still currently in boot camp still hasn't come back, and I can't contact her in any way. But have you done your due diligence? Like, have you investigated, gotten some feedback from past? um enlistees that's my thing like all of the past enlistees that i've talked to would be the recruiters <laughs> okay so that would just be you know as parent uh my only concern doing your due diligence in whatever field that you want to go into obviously i'm a little biased i don't want you to enlist so I'm hoping that we can take that time from now until you do your enlistment uh, at the very end of this year to look into getting some testimonials 
and getting some feedback from people that have enlisted and have come back that are around your age. I mean, do you agree? Sure. It's the same thing if you would be interested in, um, like you were talking about what you would do after the military, what type of position, right? Mm -hmm. but what are you interested in so that everybody else knows? Um, I was thinking about being a paramedic as a, a civilian, regular people job. <laughs> so that would be an example of, okay, I'm going to look up all of the information, right, about this certain position, and I'm going to ask those people that are in that field questions about their experience. Mm -hmm. Do you agree that that's probably something that you will want to do as far as with the military? Yeah, absolutely. Because you've only been asking feedback from the recruiters, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously the recruiters want you to <laughs> enlist, mm -hmm. so they're not going to say anything <laughs> negative. <laughs> Do you agree? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what is some advice for those teachers, right, that are coming into the field of being a high school teacher and they have a student like you? Um, I would, I don't know, for for them as a teacher, to for like every student, I would suggest not to give so much homework so much like every day of the week, and expect that there's students who have other stuff to do outside of school. Oh, you have a life? No, I don't. I'm talking about other students. <laughs> okay. Other students. I have friends who work as soon as they get out of school till eleven o'clock, and then afterwards they have all of their homework they have to do, so they're up an extra like two, three hours. Yeah. So they're up really late and has to get up early. And you would probably say we can agree that the homework is probably, um, is it useful homework? Yeah, not really. I don't, I don't think I'll need geometry in my life or calculus. Probably or not. Trigonometry. No. I don't, I don't know what that's useful for. Well, I have my own opinion about that. And if you're wondering, you can... Um, for those that are listening, you can go to Ted Fincher Smith from Most Likely to Succeed and just talk about those classes that, uh, how are they related to real world, unless it's something very specific, a specific type of trade, perhaps, but you have your foundational math classes completed. Yeah. So what other advice could they, something that that new teacher, what if the homework, what about the homework? Like, what if the teacher has to assign this homework? What could you see differently? The teacher doesn't have to assign homework. <laughs> Actually, they don't. But if they have to, I would give it more than just that night. So it's not due the next day. Okay, so a longer deadline yeah. period. Okay. What about if it was instead of a worksheet or it was a worksheet that captured your thinking as far as maybe they want you to do something a little bit more creative and that would i think i think our students like that type of homework they don't want homework that's just what they've already done in class because in class you do the classwork yeah and homework is the same thing as the classwork i agree okay what about um that student that's feeling frustrated right now and perhaps doesn't have a parent like me um, for what advice would you give that student like to that? get through it? I would 
personally, I would talk to a teacher, and I'm sure as uh, you have teachers that you have gotten close to. Personally, I have quite a few that I've gotten close to over the years. So, talking to an instructor, a teacher, counselor, coach, whatever, that would probably help you a lot and just telling them what you need help with. Okay. Do you want to say anything else before I officially drop you off at school? We've officially dropped you off. Any other insights about school for those that are listening? I would, I would suggest just go through your days of school, just go through, go through it with ease, don't stress too much about it, and just understand that you have those types of teachers that don't quite understand the life of a teenager. Okay. What about those students that, you know, you've you had some friends that have some high anxiety, have some social and emotional stuff that they're going through. Anything for them? Um, I would try to come out of your little, of your bubble just slowly. You don't have to do it completely. Um, for me, when I have my little anxieties, Start to act up. I like to use a beaded bracelet. A what to, bracelet? A beaded bracelet. A beaded bracelet. Yes. Yes. And then I, I'll mess with that. Just keep my mind on something else. It's your your fidget tool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Salma. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Some insights from a high school senior at least this one i mean and i know as a parent you reflect and you think about what you could have done differently um but i actually i'm i'm okay i think we can beat ourselves up for what we could have done would have what is it would have could have should have um i'm sure there was opportunities there to see what else we could have done for my daughter to have a much better experience in high school but I didn't have a good experience in high school and I was also given all kinds of resources as well uh, I think it's just one of those instances you know those examples of there's just unfortunately sometimes there's this certain model and there's gonna be kids like Salma I'm sure she's not the only one I know she's not the only one that just doesn't do well with that type of um, approach of the homework i will say and perhaps maybe this is because she's my daughter that she actually did really well with the applicable fields when she did her stem lab um, in middle school anything that had to do with applied mathematics anything with her hands um, creating fabricating she loved it it's just that whole piece of the repetitive part um, where she just was not interested in and also she did she actually does really well with testing because she can memorize um, but it was the, the homework piece that she would never turn in because she just didn't find it meaningful right um, so anyhow I love to hear other parents feedback 
I know that, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get criticism. Um, it, it's, it's, it happens. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's always haters, but there's always people that feel that they could have done better. So I love to hear it. It's, I don't have any problem listening to constructive criticism, but um, I thought this was a good idea to get some insight because I'm, I know I'm not the only one. My husband and I were not the only parents that um, want to do what's best for our kids. We provide that opportunity, but you know, everybody grows at their own pace. Everyone is at their own continuum of development and that's okay. So. Thanks for listening.